All right, so you know, it's important to know where a person is going. If you know where you're going, then you know how to get there. If you don't know where you're going, then how are you supposed to know how to get there? So we're going to Rosh Hashanah. That's where we're going. We're going to Rosh Hashanah. So the whole, of Vel, the whole month of Vel is about how to prepare ourselves to get to Rosh Hashanah. So the only way to prepare ourselves in El is to understand what Rosh Hashanah is. If you understand what Rosh Hashanah is, then it becomes much easier and much more of a clear and smooth path how to prepare for Rosh Hashanah. So let's try to be mitzamsim. We'll try to constrict a very, very big Indian into just a short time. So that's what we're going to be talking about. What's the Indian of Rosh Hashanah and how to prepare for Rosh Hashanah. But the way we're going to go about doing it is by focusing on a particular mitzvah that we had in this past Shabbos, this past, this past parasha, parasha's right. And so from there, we'll be able to, as Hashem, hopefully see Rosh Hashanah in that. You know, there's a call by the Svarim that really, you know, we say in L'Shem Yichud, for example, that every time you do a mitzvah, we're doing this L'Shem Yichud, and I'm doing this mitzvah, b'chol tarik mitzvah that every single mitzvah has all of Torah in it. So Rosh Hashanah is going to be everywhere. So we'll pick one specific, one specific mitzvah. might not sound so Rosh Hashanah-dik, but B'Z Hashem, it should get there. So this past Shabbos, we, we learned in Parshas Re'eh, the mitzvah, one of the mitzvahs is the halachas of Irni Dachas. So we'll go through some of the halachas in, in Nigla, and then we'll see, based on the guf of Torah, what the neshama of Torah is telling us about this. So what's Irni Dachas? So very poshit. We know that uh, if a person, chas v'shom, if a yid, is oivet of Zara, and there's Edim, and there's Asra, so it's chayv misa. What misa does a, does a person get for Avaydazara? So the usual misa is skila. That's what, that's what the Einish for Avaydazara is. So it says in Pasuk that if you have an entire city that's nidach, it uh, goes off the derach and falls into Avaydazara, so instead of giving each yachid in the city skila for Avaydazara, so the loch is that it's chal in the entire city, a shame irni dachas. And now the entire city is judged differently. And instead of skila, they're given saif. The people that are that, that in the city, they're given saif, the sword. And not only that, the Pasuk goes on, Bariches, that it's all the possessions that the people in the city own has to be brought into the city and burnt and destroyed. The animals are killed. The whole city is mamisha. It's harv. The whole, the whole city is destroyed. Okay. So we'll investigate that halacha for a little bit. So it's like this. The Rambam talks about this in Hilchas of and Perak Dalit. That's where the halachas of Irni Dachas are. So let me show you it like this. The Rambam says like this. There's a lot of there's a lot of pratim that a city would have to, you know, sort of boxes to check in order to be classified as an Irni Dachas. We'll see some of them soon. But it says the Rambam as follows. Heich din Irni Dachas. What's the halacha of Irni Dachas? It says the Rambam. When you have a city and it fits, checks all those boxes, so most of the people did a Vaidizara, certain conditions, and so on. So, what's the procedure? So, it says the Rambam. First of all, number one is Bezin Hagadal Sholchin Vidarshin Vachaikrin, Achayedu Baraya Brura, Shalur So, first is they hear rumors, the Sanejin hears rumors that the city is in Ernidachas. They have to investigate, they have to make sure. So, they send. Uh, Investigations. They send shluchim to go to find out is the taka in Nidachas. Says the Rambam. Fine. Once that's cleared, so they now know that it's it's fitting to be in Nidachas. So then, then what happens? It says the Rambam like this. Acherkach, the first thing to do is sholchem hem shnei tamidichacham. The Sanhedrin sends two tamidichacham to the city. Lahachzer oisam 
to bring them back to tshuva. Says the Rambam, Im tshuva, if the city does tshuva and they return to Hashem, mutav, skavaldik, then fine. Im omdu bavlasan, or if they stay in their rebellion and they remain as avdiv they don't, they don't uh, do tshuva because of these tamidicham that are sent. So says the Rambam, then the bezin goes in and uh, does what they have to do and takes care of the yerni dachas. That's the Rambam. So says the Ramachidish that the first thing that happens is that what? Is that Bezin gives them the opportunity to do tshuva. If they do tshuva, then gavalik. Says the Ravid. It's the Ravid over here, and the Ramam says as follows. Omar of Ram, it's an interesting Lashon. The Ravid says, Omar of Ram, I say, It would be very nice if tshuva works. Says the Ravid, I'm a big fan of tshuva. It would be gavalik if such a thing was, was, was true, that tshuva would work. But says the Ravid, but says the Raiva, but it doesn't make any sense. Why would tshuva work over here? The halach is, whenever a person does an Aveira that needs a certain Einish from Bezdin, uh, once there's witnesses, there's Hasra, there's Edim, and it happened, even tshuva doesn't work. I mean, tshuva works, the Rabbanu Shalom forgives a person, but Bezdin can't work with tshuva. Uh, the guy could be the biggest Baal tshuva in the world. Lamaisa, there's Edim, there's Hasra, he did an Aveira, and he's Chayiv Malkis, or he's Chayiv Misa, whatever it is, finished. So says the Raiva, What's, what's in Eridachas? Says the Rebbe, what in Eridachas is, a, a, a yachid that does have Eidazara is Chayiv Skila. The Torah says, because you're a Sakas, if you have an entire city that doesn't have Eidazara, they're Chayiv Saif. But it, it, it falls in the regular rules and regulations of, of Ein Shei Bezden. And Ein Shei Bezden means, uh, Ein Shei Bezden does not recognize, and it can't recognize Tshuva. So the time is the rival. That's what I'm talking about. That Tshuva works. We don't find such a thing with Ein Shei Bezden that Tshuva works. Now clearly, clearly the Rambam it's clear in the Rambam that Irni Dachas is not looked as simply as the Ravid is putting it. It's not the Pshat, and again, a simple level is, again, a Yochid does avoid the Zaris Chayv Skila, a Rabbim, a city does it, they're Chayv Saif. If that's true, then the Ravid's right. We don't find Tshuva working for Ein Shei So clearly there's something else going on. There's something else going on. That the Indian of Inirni Dachas and the, the Misa of Inirni Dachas, the destruction of Inirni Dachas, is not as an Oynish for the Aver of Oydizara, just like any Oynshe Bezdin would be true. Vaharai, I'll prove it to you. In the beginning of Parak Dalar, when the Rambam begins this discussion of Inirni Dachas, so the Rambam says like this Once, what, what is Anshe Yerni what, what Dachas? Anshe Yer. Amudachin, this Irni Dachas, so Nerog Mesaif, like I said, they're killed with Saif. What Aver do they have to do to be Chayiv Misa? So says the Rambam, Sha'avdo Vadizara, they serve Vadizara. Says the Rambam, Oishe Kiblua Leyem Beloiha. Says the Rambam, Achidish, that even if a city doesn't actually serve Vadizara, they don't do Avoidizara, there's no bowing down, there's no kissing, there's no karbanas, they don't actually serve Vadizara, but collectively, as a Tzibar, as a city, they accept upon themselves this Elohos. They officially, you know, they, they give him their uh, Judaism card and they accept this other religion. Says the Rambam, that's also in Yunidachas. Now, one second. If a person, obviously, that you're not allowed to do such a thing, to accept upon oneself some deity, some of it is as, as an Elohos. But the Allah is if you don't do a Maisa, that's not Chayiv Misa. Even if you don't practice, Even if you, if you don't practice it. So that's the Chiddush of the Rambam over here. So clearly, if an Yunidachas is, is Chayiv Saif, even if they didn't do a Maisa Avodah then clearly the way to think of an Dachas is not, well, a Yochid does Avodah Zarah, they're Chayv Skila, and Ram does it, they're Chayv Saif. We're not just changing the Oynish. There's something else going on over here, because the whole Chi of Misa, of Yenir Dachas, 
kicks in, even if they didn't do a Misa of the Zara that would usually be Mechaiv Misa. So something else is going on over here. So this is what we, what we know so far in the Rambam is Al-Kopanim, there's something else going on. It's not just an Einish for the Avera of Avayi Zara, just when it's done Barabim, it's a different Einish. There's something else. It's a new type of an Avera. There's something else going on. So that's the first shallow we're going to get to. What is the Indian of Yerni Dachas? Okay, Aleph. Now, I mentioned before that there's a bunch of boxes that have to be checked in order to classify Yerni Dachas. There's some Pratim. So let me share, share with you some of them that the Rambam records. He's not making this up. It's coming from Sugis and Avada in Sanhedrin. But we'll see. It's very interesting. Again, it's all Gezer Sakasas. But Lamaisa, one can learn from Gezer Sakasas what the Rabbanu is telling us with this. And we know a club from the Baal Shem Tev, that there's no, no such thing as a mitzvah that was once or only applies at certain times. Every single mitzvah entire is telling us something about ourselves right now. So what are some of the pratim of your nidachas? So number one. In Pasuk, in, in, in Chumash, it says clearly that the way for the, the condition number one, tonight number one, that needs to be fulfilled for something to be, for a city to be considered in Dachas, is that it can't just be everyone in the city sort of on their own decided to do it by It has to be an organized movement. There has to be someone that's, that's being Madiach, that's, that's, that's bringing the whole chevra of the city to Avay the Zar. And the Pasuk describes this as Yotsu Shnei Anoshim Bnei Belial, that you have two people come and they bring the whole city off the Derech Tavadizara, and these two people are called Bnei Belial. What does it mean to Belial? Belial, he's someone that, uh, an anarchist, someone that doesn't, doesn't like the, the yoke of Yiddishkeit, a bad guy, Bnei Belial. So, first question is, why, did the, why does the Pasuk have to call them Bnei Belial? Obviously, if, if, they're, if they're bringing the whole city to Avadizar, they're clearly not good people. They're not Sadiqim, they're not Yerushimayim. But you have to say, by the way, they're not Yerushimayim, they're not B'nai, B'nai Belial. So that's hard, number one. Why, why does it have to say, what, what, what does it mean that they're called B'nai Belial? Number two, the Pasuk says, the example the Pasuk gives is that Ashayatsu Shnei Anashim B'nai Belial. That two people came and brought the city off the derech. So the Rambam says as follows. The Rambam says it's not a, a coincidence, it's not just an example. Says the Rambam as follows: Ein he'ir nasas ironi dachas. The only way for a city to be an ironi dachas, ad shiyum adicheha, that the people that are bringing the city off the derech have to be shnayim a yisrael shnayim, at least two. If there's only one person convincing the whole city to go off the derech, that's not an ironi dachas. It has to be shnei anoshim benevliyal, at least two. Okay, it's awesome. Step is why only two people. Rambam says another condition. By the way, v'yu hamudachim. These people that are bringing the city off the derech, says the Ramam, they have to be shevet They have to be homegrown. They have to be born and, and, and live in that city. If you have people from the outside coming in and bringing everyone off, that's not near any dachas either. He quotes from the Pesuk, and the Pesuk says like this, Mikirbecha, that these shnei anoshim, b'nei v'liyal, are mikirbecha. Okay, it's another condition. Third condition, says the Rambam, the size of the city also makes a difference. Says the Rambam, it's called in Chumash an ear hanidachas. So it has to be halachically called an ear. In other words, says the Rambam, you have such a thing as a shtetl, as a kfar, a small, small shtetl. And then you have a krach, mamash a huge metropolis. So an ear is somewhere in between. It's not a shtetl, but it's not a huge uh, metropolis. Says the Rambam, so what is an ear? Says the Rambam, if it's less than 100 people that live in the place, that's called a shtetl. 
if it's most, if it's the size that uh, most of it, most of one shavit lives there, rubei shel shavit, that's a krach gadol. Anything in between, that's called an ear. And to be an ear nidachas, it has to be an ear. It can't be a shtetl, and it can't be a big metropolis. It has to be an ear. Okay, vaiter gzeres hakasas. But what are we seeing from this? One final, one final gzeres hakasas. The Rambam says that once. All these conditions are met, like I said, and Bezin sends Tamid uh, to bring them to Tshuva, and it doesn't work. So it says the Ram, what happens next? So the Ram says like this. Ram says, Again, if they do Tshuva, then good. Let's say the city is holding by their rebellion. So it says the Ramam, Bezin Mitzuvin Lakol Yisrael. Bezin then commands all of Kal Yisrael, to gather armies to go against the city. They surround the city, and they wage a war against the city, until the city is captured. Says the Ramam, when the city is captured, so then Bezin goes in, Sanhedrin goes in, sets up Batidinim, and they take care of the individual people that did a Vadizar and kill them with Saif and Vachul. The Shah is like this. The Akhrenim ask, why is the Ramam telling us that, that what Bezin has to do is to, make, is to wage war against the city and capture it? We, we understand that probably an entire city is not just going to put their hands up and, and surrender. They're going to put up a fight. So, yeah, most likely there's going to be a Mohammed. But that's just practically. In, the Ram is recording this in Halacha, that one of the Halachas of Yerni Dachas is that Sanhedrin has to wage war against the city. And let's say the city doesn't, doesn't fight back. Let's say they say, you know what, you know, we're, we're willing to die. These are people that obviously are sheep anyway. Right? They, 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 went, they went away from their entire Yiddishkeit from two people. So clearly these are people that are followers. No? But says the Raman, no, that you have to wage war. So it's the same, you have to wage war. I mean, practically, it's, it's most likely what's going to be needed because they're, not gonna, they're probably going to fight back. So mainly you have to fight. But that's part of the halachas of Yeridachas. There has to be a war waged. So what's going on over here? Huh? It's one of the boxes you have to check. The Sanhedrin has to wage war. An official proclamation of Muhammad against the Nirinidachas. Okay, so let's begin to, to, try to, to try to figure out this sugya. So in Nirinidachas, if we think about it, Nirinidachas is a Jewish city that went completely haywire. This is, this, is, this is the opposite of what a Jewish city is supposed to look like, right? If you think about it, what, what an Ir Yisrael is supposed to look like, the opposite of that is Irni Dachas. So, so in order to understand the sugi of Irni Dachas, and we'll see how it connects to Rosh Hashanah, so we have to investigate, what does it mean a Jewish city? See, it's a Rahmanas on us. We've been living in Gauls for so long, so we just think of ourselves as, you know, you buy a house, whatever it is, and you, and you live somewhere, a chulu. There's a musig with Klai Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael and so on, the way it's supposed to be. So we have, we have ayaras, we have cities, we have, we have communities. So what is the definition of an Ir Yisrael in Halacha and in Pneumius? And then we'll be able to understand that Ir Nidachas is the opposite of that, is the breakdown of that. So what's an Ir Yisrael? So it's like this. There's a, there's a Tesefta in Meseches Megillah. Okay? There's a Tesefta in Meseches Megillah. The Tesefta says, and it's recorded in Shulchan Aruch, it's Halacha in Shulchan Aruch, Semen Kufnun in Archaim. The Tzavta says that the halach is that a Beis HaKnesis and a Beis HaMedrash in a city has to be built the Goiva Shalir. It has to be built in the highest part of the city. And the Gemara Megillah adds on that, Rav said on that, not only should the shul be in the top part of the city, but no individual person is allowed to build their home taller than the shul. It's halach and shulchanach. Okay. 
So the shaila is that the achrenim ask, well, my, so we don't, we, don't, we don't do that. That's not, that's not the minig. Shuls are wherever we, we put them. <laughs> we don't, uh, Dav could go out and put them in the tallest place. And everyone builds a house, you have to make sure it's not taller than the shul. We don't do such a thing. So the Magen of Ram asked the shaila. The Magen of Ram is not sure what the answer is. So there's a chiddush from Rabbeinu Menoich. Rabbeinu Menoich is one of the Rishonim that wrote a pirush on the Rambam. So this is recorded in the Rambam also in Hilchus, in Hilchus Tefillah. So the Rabbeinu Menoich says the following thing. Says Rabbeinu Menoich a chiddush. Says Rabbeinu Menoich, this halacha of the shul having to be begayva shalir in the highest part of the city and no one's allowed to build a house taller than it or any building taller than it, says Rabbeinu Menoich, this is only in Eretz Yisrael, when Klai Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael with the Bisham Migdash and the Shalom and this peace from the Goyim, that's when this halacha kicks in. Says Rabbi Yimnoich, not because the Goyim won't allow it, this halacha is only true when Klai Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael in the right way. Why? So here's the idea. This idea of a shul being in the highest part of the city, Pashavshat, how would we think about it? So probably most people will think of it that it's sort of one of the halachas of Kavit Beis Saknesis. In other words, just like in a shul or in a Beis Medrash, there are certain things you're allowed to do and not allowed to do because of Kavit. So Mastama, Kavit Beis Saknesis is that it should be the, whole, the, the highest part and no house should be taller than it. Well, if, if it's Mitzad Kavit Beis Saknesis or Kavit Beis Medrash, then that, that applies everywhere. Every shul, in it, even in Golis, uh, in Prague, in Vilna, in, in Williamsburg, there's Kavit Beis Saknesis. Says Rabbeinu Menayach, this idea, though, is of the shul being in the highest part, it's not mitzvah kalbeis haknesis. This is a halacha in what a Jewish city is supposed to look like. There's a certain tzura of what an ir Yisrael has to look like. And the tzura of an ir Yisrael is that the shul is the highest part, and every house is looking towards the shul, looking towards the base manager, the base haknesis. That's what an ir Yisrael looks like. It's not... It's not a halacha that's coming from Kavit Beis HaKnesis. This is a halacha that's coming from the Tzura of an Ir Yisrael. And says Rabbi Menayach, the only place that we can really have a proper Ir Yisrael is an Eretz Yisrael with a Beis HaMegdash. When we're in Golis, you know, sort of, we, we, we create Kehillahs, but, but a real Ir Yisrael is not Shaykh. Therefore, says Rabbi Menayach, this halacha of a Beis HaKnesis being in the center of the city it's the halacha in what it's in the tzura in, 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 in the in the demographics and the layout of what an ir yisrael is, and that's only shayach under the right conditions. Eretz yisrael with klal yisrael being in control with the beis migdash, then you could have an ir yisrael. Okay. So now we have a little bit of a closer, at least a picture of what the layout, what the blueprints are of what an ir yisrael is supposed to look like. But but let's 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 think a little bit more. What does this tell us about the nature? of an Ir Yisrael. So we know what it looks like, that the shul is in the center, but what does that tell us about the, the, the panemius of what an Ir Yisrael is? What does it mean to live in a Jewish city? So it's like this, you know, the Allah is, the Ram, it's a Gemara Basra. the Ramam says it, also, says it also. The Allah is that in order to be allowed to live in a certain city, the city has to provide certain things that the citizens would need. So a city has to have a doctor. If they have a city without a doctor, you can't live in such a city. A city has to have a cheder. If there's no cheder, you can't live in such a city. There has to be a mile. It has to have a mikveh. One of the things that a city has to have is a base haknesis and a base hamadrash. And without that, it's not a city. Why? So, so the Bir Halacha, for example, Chavetz Chaim says, why? Practically. Because you have Yidin living there, so you need a place to daven. 
Says Ramosha Feinstein, Ramosha Nigris Moshe says, no, 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 that's not, that's not it. That's not it. But what's happening over here, this halach is telling us something much deeper. Says Ramosha like this. You know, the base, we know that, that, that the Beis Hamikdash, the Beis Hamikdash is where? It's in Yerushalayim. Where Harabais, it's in, it was, it was in, it's supposed to be in Yerushalayim. So what's Pesha with the Beis Hamikdash? Well, the Beis Hamikdash obviously has to be somewhere. So Punkt, it's in Yerushalayim. In Tanakh and in Chazal, we find that it's not like that. The city of Yerushalayim is a place that has been chosen to have Beis Hamikdash in it. Meaning, the, the pshat that the, what's the pshat with the Beis Hamikdash being Yerushalayim? Stam, there's 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 a place of Beis Hamikdash, and that's the Chash of Malkim. It's a it's a holy place, and it happens to be there's a city that's surrounding it. You know, it's not like that. You know, we say Lamashal on Yantif Davening. When we add in by Birchus Kanan, right? Vesiyar Lofenecha Sirasenu, right? So what do we say? The lashon is over there. Vahashev Seder Havayda Liyushalayim. That the Havayda should return to Yushalayim. What is something? The Havayda is in Yushalayim. The Havayda is in Beis Hamikdash. Yeah, Beis Hamikdash is in Yushalayim. There's a pasuk that says in Sefer Malachim and uh, Sefer Shmuel that Hashem says to David Melech that from the day that I took Klaisa out of Mitzrayim, I haven't chosen a city that. You should have a base to make this in. Until now, that I'm choosing Yerushalayim. You see over here, it says Ramosha, that it's not the shot that Beis Hamikdash happens to be in Yerushalayim. The entire Indian of, of Yerushalayim is that Yerushalayim is a city that's been chosen. It's, there's, there's a chalois, it's chal on Yerushalayim, that this is a city that has in it Beis Hamikdash. Says Ramosha, every base HaKnesset in the Beis Hamikdash is what? Is a Mikdash Ma'at. Which means, Says Ramayisha, the Indian of why there has to be, every city has to have a shul, and every city has to have a base HaKnesset, a base HaMedrash, it's not just I'm a practical thing, because otherwise where are you even going to daven, and where are you even going to learn? The pshat is that just like Yerushalayim, the whole, in, the whole essence of Yerushalayim, the definition of the Yerushalayim is that it's a city that has mikdash. That's what Yerushalayim means. So says Ramayisha, the definition of a Jewish city is that the whole Indian of the city is that it's a city that has a shul, that has a basic Knesset, a basic Medrash. The whole, the whole city is bottled to the basic Knesset, the basic Medrash. It's not the shot that there's a city. Mamil, there's a shul in it. it. Happens to be the shul is the most chosh of a building in the place. No, no, no. The entire, the entire Indian of the, of the entire city is that it's just created to be bottled to the basic Knesset, the basic Medrash. This is why when, when this halacha, that the tzur is, the layout is, that the shul is in the top, the highest peak, and no house is, is taller than it, it's not just stam giving covet to the shul. It, it, it's, it's defining for us what an ir yisrael is. Not only does it tell us what an ir yisrael looks like, what it's telling us is that a Jewish city, the definition of a Jewish city is that this is, a, this is an entire city with... A fire department and a police department and barber shops and business uh, buildings and has all the millions of things that a city has, but all of it is bottle. It's it's entirely tuffle to the base of and the base of Just like the whole interview of Yushalayim, that Yushalayim, the kedusha of Yushalayim, the interview of Yushalayim is that it's chosen to be this to be a city for Mikdash. That the the base of Mikdash requires a city, and because of Mikdash, we're creating a city. Because the whole Indian of Yerushalayim is, is that it's not just a city that, that exists before. And male, we put the Mikdash there. The entire essence of, of Yerushalayim is that it's a city built to house the Mikdash. 
That's exactly what every Jewish city is supposed to, is supposed to be, Batsim. That this is created in order to have a base HaKnesset, a base HaKnesset, which is a Mikdash Ma'at within it. Okay. So we're getting a little bit closer now. What an Ir Yisrael is. So what we, what we know so far is that the definition of an Ir Yisrael, a Jewish city, is that it's a place with thousands of uh, houses and buildings and all different Pratim, but the entire identity and the entire essence of the city is that it's there to facilitate and to be bottled to the base to the Mikdash Ma'at. Okay, so now to understand this even more, we have to understand, so what is Mikdash? And what is a Mikdash Ma'at? And, and if, you, if we can identify more clearly what a Mikdash is and what a Mikdash Ma'at is, then we'll be able to know, so what is the entire city bottled to? Like, what is it all turning towards? What is it all a part of? Okay. So let's go back to the parsha. In the beginning of Parsha's Re'eh, so Moshe Rabbeinu tells Kala Yisrael, listen, you're going to go to Eretz Yisrael, and you're going you're to find all sorts of Avodah there, and houses of worship, and Batei Avodah Zarahs, Mizbechas, Matzevus, and so on. So it says in Pasuk, when you, go to, when you go over there, so it says in Pasuk, there's a mitzvah of Abe Ta'avdun, as kol makaymas ha'avdu sham ha'goyim. So he says, Abe Tavdun, it's called Makam Sashadosh Magaim. Go over there, you'll destroy all the all the Vaidizar, all the houses of worship that Avaidizaras were were done over there. The if you Shibartim is Matsevaisehem, you'll destroy their Mizbechas, their Matsevas, you destroy all those things. Vivadim as Shamamin Awakamahu, erase the name of Avaidizar from Eretz Yisrael. Says in Pasik, Loy Sasan Kain Lashem Lakechem. But don't do that to the Rabbanishlam. So go over there, destroy all the or the Bate Mikdash, so to speak, of Adizara, and erase all their names. So, what does it mean not to do that to the Rabbani Shalom? So, the Medrash over there, it's also Gemara's, that tells us the following thing that what's, what this Pasuk is telling us is introducing us to a new love, a new love, which is there's a mitzvah to destroy Bate of Adizara. But don't do that to Rabbanishal means that there's a love, there's a new prohibition, there's a new Avera, which is not to destroy a Mikdash. Not to destroy the Beis Mikdash. In other words, not to, if, uh, if the, if the Beis or, or Mikdash Ma'at, for that matter. Anything that's Mikdash, a house of worship for the Rabbanishal, don't destroy such a thing. You could do renovations, you, know, you, could, you could demolish in order to rebuild, but just not to destroy, you have to destroy it, but they have a desires. But for the Rabbani Shalom, a house of worship for the Rabbani Shalom, based on Mikdash, Mamish, or Mikdash Ma'at, more than that, says the Medrash, also includes not only to destroy a base on Mikdash or Mikdash Ma'at, just as the Pasuk says, to erase the name of the Zara, so means don't erase Hashem's name. So there's two. Averis, Nichlal, including that Pasuk, Vlaisasen, Kein Lashem Lekechem. One is to destroy a base of Migdash or Migdash Ma'at. And number two, to be Meichik Hashem. So here's the Shiloh. You know, there's a concept in Halacha, and again, Bez Hashem, soon we're going to tie it all together. So we know there's a concept in Halacha that's called Alav Shabachlalas. What's Alav Shabachlalas? So Alav Shabachlalas means if you have one Loisas, say one Pasuk, and that includes many different Averis, you don't get Malchus on that. You don't get Malkus on that. So the classic example of that is, it says in Pasuk, Lo'isaychel al-Hadam. What does it mean, Lo'isaychel al-Hadam? So Chazal give many interpretations. One shot is, Lo'isaychel al-Hadam means don't eat 
before davening. Don't eat before you daven to Hashem about your own blood. Another interpretation is that Sanhedrin are not allowed to eat on the day that they're paskening a misa, a case of misa. All different interpretations. Don't eat every menachai. And because contains many different laven, and so maybe you don't get malchus in any of them. It's not there, but you don't get malchus. The problem is like this. The Rambam Paskins, that if a person, chas v'shalom, destroys the Beis HaKnesses or Beis HaMedrash, or the Mizbech and the Beis HaMikdash, or or if a person erases one of Hashem's names, you get Malchus for it. So, I don't get it. It says in Pasuk, It's one sentence, and that sentence includes two things. It includes, don't destroy Beis HaMikdash, or Mikdash Mat, and it includes, don't be Meichek Hashem. So why do you get Malchus on that? It should be Allah Shabbat so the answer is like this. The Rambam, in the beginning of Hilchas Yisari HaTayra, tells us in one sentence what this love is, of Loisasen Kein Lashem Alekechem. And the Rambam's Lashem is like this. It's right in the beginning of Hilchas Yisari HaTayra. He says, the love is, Shaloi La'abed don't destroy something, Shenikra Shmoi Aleihem, that the name of the Rabbani Shalom is upon it. That's the love. Don't destroy something, that the name of the Rabbani Shalom is upon it. In other words, what the Ramam is telling us is that this love of Leisasen came is not a lot. It's not, it's not multiple things going on over here. It's one Indian, which is don't erase Hashem's name. But what does it mean, Hashem's name? So Hashem's name means on a piece of paper, Yudke Vavke. But says the Ramam, but also the Mikdash or a Mikdash Ma'at is, is something that's Nikra Shemai Allah. The Rabban Hashem's name is upon it. That's also Hashem's name in concrete, it's Hashem's name in building form. The truth is, it's a Mephorsha Pasuk. The Pasuk says, it's destroy all the houses of worship of the Zaras. And then it says in Pasuk, rather what? It's going to be, So the whole Indian of Beis HaMikdash and the whole Indian of Mikdash Mat is that this is a place where the shame the shame Saktoshim, the shame Kaddish, the name of Hashem is upon it. That when a person violates this prohibition and destroys the Beis HaMikdash or destroys the Mikdash Mat, that's called Mechikas Hashem. It's Hainuach. It's not a Lav It's the same thing. So now we've identified, we've identified what a Beis HaMikdash is and what a Mikdash Mat is. Again, remember, let's go back. What's an Ir Yisrael? What's a Jewish city? A Jewish city is an entire city that's been created, that's been, that's mamish there for one purpose, to be bottled to the base HaKnesses and the base HaMedrash, that it's, that's, that's in the center point. That's where near Yisrael is. And so what is the base HaKnesses and the HaMedrash? What the, the definition of the base HaKnesses and the HaMedrash is, it's a shame Hashem. It's a shame Hashem. So, so what does this mean? So what does this mean? Okay, so now let, let's explain. What does it mean, what does it mean in the name of Hashem? You know, there's a, there's a, there's a fantastic medrash. Chazal say, Chazal say that the Rabbanu Shalom has so much rachmanus. The Rabbanu Shalom is so kind. Chazal say that by the, by the nations of the world, if you have a melech bas of Adam, so back in the day, the melech bas of Adam, a Gaisha king, he would have a statue of himself in the middle of the city. So Chazal say in the medrash that if you have a person that goes to that, that, goes to that statue and even points with a finger, the person's killed because it's designed to the melech. Chazal say, but not so with the Rabbanu Hashem has his names written in Chumash, 
And little children in Cheder will take their finger and point, even their fingers are dirty, whatever it is, they'll point to Hashem's name. And not only is Hashem not upset by that, Adarabah, Hashem is moli rachim, and Hashem loves his mamash, gives him nachas. See what Chazal is saying. What Chazal is saying over there is that kiviyachal, kiviyachal, what they're saying is that the name of Hashem is the Yukna, it's kiviyachal mamash, it's the Rabbanu Shalom himself. When, when, you, when, when we call out Baruch Adnai, Ravaya, Shakai, Tzvokas, one of the Shem Saktoshim, that is the Rabbanu Shalom Kiviyachal. The Rabbanu Shalom on his own is completely ain't safe, is completely unknown, is completely, completely beyond. The biggest Chiddush in all of creation, the biggest Chiddush to ever be, is that the Rabbanu Shalom gave us a matana which is called Shem Saktoshim. That the Rabbanu Shalom gave us an opportunity to be able to actually call him, to call to him, when you say Adnai, you say Tzvokas, you say Hashem's name, Tosis, that, that's the Lakus, that's the Rabbanu Shalom. So it's like this. The Rabbanu Shalom created the world, before the Rabbanu Shalom created the world, what's the, what's the, what's the, let's put it this way, what's the deepest thing we can say about the Rabbanu Shalom himself? Because again, the shame, the shame of Sakdoshim, that's Elokos, that's the Rabbanu Shalom. So what can we say about him? So that we, we say, we say a Pasuk, we say this every day. And this Pasuk describes who Hashem is. Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkein Hashem Echad. Hashem is one. Means before creation, before the world was created, there was a Malchus. There was a Malchus of the Rabbana Shalom. And that Malchus of the Rabbana Shalom was a Malchus of Aleph, of one. All there was was one. All there was was one. What was creation? And this is going to bring us to Rosh Hashanah. What was creation? Creation was that the Rabbana Shalom decided to create a second Malchus. There's an original Malchus that's called the Malchus of Aleph, the Malchus of Echad, the Malchus of One, and that's the Rabbana Shalom himself. Hashem is Echad. And every single shame, every single divine name that we, that we call to the Shaykhs to is Hashem Echad. It's all coming back to Hashem Echad. That's, that's, that's the Rabbana Shalom himself, it's Hashem Echad. But the Rabbanu created such a thing in creation. The first beginning of creation is what? The first letter of Torah is what? Is Beis. means the, 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 the essence of creation is the Rabbanu created a Metzius that's called multiplicity. That's called duality. That's called Pirud. In the Svarmak the world that we live in is called what? Alma de Piruda, the world of separation, the world of division, the world of multiplicity. And Chazal say that this, this, this Metzius that the Rabbanu created that's called the Beis by itself, keeps on expanding. It keeps on multiplying. It keeps on vital period, more period. Period just creates more period. So two turns into four, turns into eight, turns into 16. And it becomes a malchus of what started with the letter Bays. It goes all the way to the letter Tav. It's, an, it's a completely different malchus. This, and, and, and so, so we have these two kingdoms, you know? You have the kingdom of, of Echad, you have the kingdom of the Rabbanu Shalom's name, and Hashem's name means all there is is Him. It means Shema Yisrael Hashem Akin Hashem Echad. And then you have the world of Pira, the world of division, the world of multiplicity. And this is exactly what an ear is. What's a city? A city is Rabbim. A city, by, the very, by its very definition, a city means many. If you have a bunch of, an individual person living alone, you know, uh, you know uh, off, the, off the grid, on, that's not a city. A city, by its very definition, means the malchus of Beis Til Tav. That's what a city means. But what is a Jewish city? A Jewish city is that all the rabbin 
and all the, the again, the, the police and the fire department and the Hatzala and the businesses and the ice cream shops, v'chulu v'chulu, all the, the bays, the gimel, the dalad, all of that in the city is completely there and completely bottle to what? To the Beis HaKnesses, Beis HaMedrash in the center, which is the Shem Hashem, which is the Shem Hashem. In other words, the definition of a Jewish city is what we call, it's, it's, a Jewish city is in physical form, Kabbalah's Ol Malchus What does it mean, Kabbalah's Ol Malchus So we say twice a day, Shema. What's Shema? What, what's called Kabbalah's Ol Malchus We say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Akinah Shem Echad. Shema Yisrael Hashem Akinah Shem Echad means, Rabbani Shlelem, I know that before this world, all there was was your Malchus, all there was was Hashem Echad, Ushmai Echad. All there was was your Malchus, you were the Melech, Adain Oilam, Asher Malach, Beterem Kal Yitzil Never. That's Shema Yisrael Hashem Akinah Shem Echad. And then there's another sentence we say, which is, Baruch Shem Kavayid Malchus Alamavad. What does it mean, Baruch Shem Kavayid Malchus Alamavad? Baruch starts with a base. Baruch Shem Kavayid Malchus Alamavad means that now there's many things. And now there's another Malchus that was created, that you created, and that's the Malchus of this world, based through Tav. But the Chiddush of Shema Yisrael, of, of, that, of that statement of Kabbalah's Al Malchus Shemayim means that a Yid says Baruch Shem quietly, that a Yid says Baruch Shem as part of a that, 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 that when you say Shema Yisrael Hashem Kedusha Mechad and then Baruch Shem quietly, what you're saying is that despite the fact that I live in a world of Baruch Shem, despite the fact that I live in the ear, and I live in that place of Beis Til Tov, but I know that the entire essence of this Malchus that's called Beis Til Tov is is subsumed. It's a bubble within a much larger Malchus which is called Shema Yisrael Hashem Echad. And the Beis HaKnesis, Beis HaMedrash, which is like the, like the Rambam said, it's Dvarm Shenikr Shmoy Aleihem, that's what it means, the Shem Havaya, Hashem Elkein Hashem Echad, the Malchus that existed before creation, the entire, the entire essence of a Jewish city is that the city, which is based till tough, is still bottled to that Aleph. Like the Baal Shem Tov said, the Baal Shem Tov taught that, you know, Aleph is one, and tough, for example, is 400, yeah? So Baal Shem Tov said, it's not the Peshat that Aleph is one and tough is 400. Shad is, the tough, it means that there's 399 layers covering the Aleph. But the Aleph always remains. And that's the Chiddush of Kabbalah Salmach HaShemayim. Why is it called Kabbalah Salmach HaShemayim? The reason why it's called Kabbalah Salmach HaShemayim is because it's, it's, it's something that the Seichel cannot comprehend. Because Seichel tells you that what? Is that, yeah, there was such a thing before creation, all there was was one. Before creation, the world of Atzilus, in that highest place, it's all Shemus Akhtashim, it's all Echad, it's Havai Echad, it's all Shemus, it's all Elokus, it's all Mamish the Rabbanishlam, and there's nothing else. But, but that ended, and then the Rabbanishlam created this world of, of Beis Tal Tav, and there's a new Malchus over here. And ain't Shnei Malachim Mishtam Shem Echad, either Hashem's the Melech or we're the Melech, which one is it? So, to, so what does Amunos Yisrael say? Amunos Yisrael says, Avada, it's Hashem Echad Echad. And Avada, there's base till tough. And somehow, in some way, despite the fact that there is a base and there's a gimbal and there's a dalad, v'chulu v'chulu until tough, and there are different inyanim, and there are complications, and there are pirudim, and there is such a thing as bechira, afal pikein, at the end of the day, all of that is still nichl on the aleph. And the aleph is still there. How does that work? How do I understand that? I can't be masigit. But that's the, that's Yisrael. So the definition of a Jewish city is 
a physical place, which is the embodiment of what? Of Kabbalah Omal HaShemayim. Of what? Of saying that all this period that exists in this world, that the Rabbanu Shem created, Beis Totov, is all still Nechlo in the Aleph. So let's go back to the Yerni Dachas. What's the site of Yerni Dachas? Yerni Dachas is what? Is a city that is the anti-Ir Yisrael. It's the anti-Ir Yisrael. It's a city that is refusing to connect the Malchus of Beis Tov back to the Malchus of Aleph. This is why Yenir Yedachas is what is about a city that, 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 that connects itself to Avodizar. What, what's Avodizar? The Rambam says in the beginning of the Avodizar that the root of Avodizar was what? It's not just Tam, uh, they don't believe in the Rabbanu Shalom. Avodizar started with people that believed in God. But what was the problem? The problem was that they disconnected the Malchus of Beis Tov from the Malchus of Aleph. They disconnected the, the, the Kayach of Pirud, that, that Kayach of Pirud, of Ribui, of Beis, they disconnected it from the Kayach of Yichud. And they said, yeah, the Rabbanu Shalom exists somewhere, but in Vashaychistan, we're not part of his Malchus anymore. So what can we do? So we'll serve uh, the sun and the moon, v'chulu, v'chulu, and somehow, in some way, the Rabbanu Shalom will know about it. But we don't have a, we're not still part of his Malchus. That's the root of the Zorah. The, the site of Inir Nidachas is that this is a city that is the embodiment of rejecting Kabbalah's Al Malchashemaim. It's rejecting this Amunas Yisrael that, that with all the period and division and complexity that exists in the world that the Rabbanishim created, all that complexity is still within a sugya and a parsha and a Malchus of, of Yichud. That's what Yernidachas is. And this is why, let's go back, let's, now let's understand some of the Pratim. Let's understand some of the Pratim. This is why, says the Rambam, in order to become in Yernidachas, they don't actually have to serve a Zara. All they have to do is what? Is to be makabal on themselves, Elohus, that's not Yiddishkeit. It's the anti-Kriyashma. It's the anti-Kriyashma. What Kriyashma is, is what? It's to be makabal on yourself, Omal HaShemayim. The Yeridachas is makabal on themselves, the opposite of Omal HaShemayim. This is why, says the Pasuk, that the people that are bringing the people to become Yeridachas, they're B'nai Bli'al. They're anti-oil. They're anti-Kabbalah, Omal HaShemayim. It's identifying the nature of what Yeridachas is. Let's go more than that. The, two, the people from the Yerni Dachas, they have to be two. Right? They, the people that bring them off. They have to be two, not one. Why? Because the whole site of Yerni Dachas is what? Is that the Kaych of Pirud, which was created by the letter Bays, when the Rabbani Shalom gave, created this new Malchus called Bays, that's, that Bays is running on its own, disconnected from the Aleph. So the whole site of Yerni Dachas is Bays turning into Gimel, Dalav, running away from Aleph. So of course the secret of the Yerni Dachas is that the people that bring them off have to be two or more. The Rambam says more than that, that, the, that, the, that these two people have to be from within the city. Why do they have to be from within the city? Because the, 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 the point over here is, is that the, 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 this Kayach period by itself keeps on moving. Chazal say that the Rabbanu Shem created the world and it kept on moving. It kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It kept on going weiter until the Rabbanu Shem said the name Shakai, Shomer Lelamai Dai. It means the Kaych of Pirud that the Rabbanu Shem created, it, it's like an enzyme. It's like a, a, a chemical reaction. It keeps on feeding off itself. That's the nature of Pirud. Until you are Kasha yourself to Yichud, you will become more complicated. The nature of, comp- of complexity is that it will become more complicated. What starts off as two, it never stops at two. It then becomes three, four, five, six. Until you rein it in back to Echad, automatically it's going to become more complicated. 
So a person can't think to themselves, you know, listen, I am who I am right now, whatever it is, at least I'm, 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 I'm disconnected from the Rabbani Shalom, but I'm not that bad. It doesn't work like that. If you're not, if the Aleph is not, if you're not part of that Aleph, then base turns into tough. So the, the, the ear itself, the, the two people have to be from within the city because the problem is that the reboy, the nature of the ear, which is reboy, it itself is its own problem. It's, it's, it's going to bring itself off the derech. Not, it's not an outside Indian. The kaiach the, the, reboy itself, unless that reboy is nichlal in the alufa shalolim, in the aleph, in the shem kaddish of the beisakneses, beisamedrash, of the mikdash ma'at, then automatically the kaiach period is going to going to take itself over. This is why, this is why the response of the Sanhedrin is that halach of Yernidachas is they have to wage war. They have to go to Mulchama against the city. What's Mulchama? What the Sanhedrin is telling the city is is that if you don't connect yourself to the olive, if your period, if your riboy, if your complexity is not checked and it's not reined in, it's not part of the Malchus of Shema Yisrael, then not only are you going to fall far away from Yiddishkeit, you're going to consume yourself. You're going to fall apart. Your humanity is going to fall apart. Your ethics are going to fall apart. Your sense of peace, of Yishev Adas, of Menuchas Nefesh, Pirud, automatically becomes more Mefuzer and more Mefurid. Arkadekach, that it becomes to a point of where Melchama, you're going to kill yourselves. We see this throughout history. Chaim Beloy, right? Ishazir Chaim Beloy, without the Malchus of Hashem Echad. We see this throughout history, right? Nations that have disconnected themselves from Amunah Sayyichud literally consume themselves. So maybe in Yavin, you know, things like that happen, uh, are happening. Mamish consuming itself. Why? Because that's the nature of period. There, again, the, the Rabbani Shalom the, the created this phenomenon that's called Pira, that's called Gevura, that's called Simpson, that's called that's called multiplicity, it's called bays, and it will keep on going unless it's contained within that world of Aleph. Baruch Shem by itself will turn into a tough unless it's part of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Echad. It doesn't work like that. Therefore, the natural result of Inir Nidachas is Mulchama. The Mulchama will be within itself. It will be consumed. Mikir Becha. And this is the side of why the Nidachas has to be an ear. Right? The Ram said it can't be a Kfar. It can't be a krach god, let's be an ear. Why? All right, so the word ear equals bigamachia 280, yeah? Par. Par is pardinum. We know that there's, in the Kabbalah Sermon, we find that every letter of the Aleph Bays could be, uh, it's connected with Rachimim. But there's five letters in particular that are very much connected with this kayach of Ribui. And those are the five letters of Menatzbach, Memnon Sadi Pechaf. Why? Because if you have, not, not the end of letters, but the other, the, 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 the psuchas, the, 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 the open letters, if you have a regular mem, whenever you see a regular mem, you know there's another letter coming. If you see a bent nun, you know there's another letter. It means these letters, by their very definition, mean there's more. There's more. So these letters, according to the Kisvi there is a reveal that these letters are the root of what? Of period. Of period. The Rabbanu Shalom created this enzyme, this kayach of what? Of multiplicity, of bays, gimel, dal, of things moving away from Aleph. The kayach that the Rabbanu Shalom created to move things away from Aleph is what? Are these letters of Menatzbach. The gematria of Menatzbach is peresh. That's why the word peru or revu, multiplicity, is, from these, is connected to that same gematria. The word ear 
is Begmatria Peresh. So the site of Yernidachas is that it's Davka the ear that could become in Yernidachas. A kfar not like that, a krach not like that, dafkin ear, because the ear contains within it the side of these letters menatzvach. And so the secret of an ear Yisrael is what? Is there is period, there is multiplicity. We're not rejecting base through tough. The Rabbanu Shalom did create a malchus of complexity, and we're supposed to be different, we're supposed to be nuanced, and Sunday's different than Monday, Monday's different than Tuesday. But the chiddish is that it's all nichlo and aleph, and that's Kabbalah Samalchus Shemayim. So let's connect to the Rosh Hashanah. When did the Rabbanu Shalom create this Malchus of days till time? That was Rosh Hashanah. See, before Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah was the sixth day of creation, yeah? Before Rosh Hashanah, what did the Rabbanu Shalom create? Squirrels and kittens and cows. Very, very nice. But, there's n- but it was all part of Hashem's Malchus. There was only one king until Rosh Hashanah. Until Rosh Hashanah, there was only one king, and that was the Rabbanu Shalom. That was Hashem Echad. Everything was still Shemus Akhtash. Everything was still him. There was only, the only thing with a name was him. What happened to Rosh Hashanah is, the Rabbanu Hashanah creates Adam, and now Adam all of a sudden has his own ideas. And now there's Adam and Chava, and Adam gives names to all the animals, and Adam gives names to all the, to all the behemoths, and now everything has its own name. Because the whole Indian of Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is a day where the Rabbanu Hashanah gave the Malchus over to us. Where there was a, there was a movement from the Malchus of, of Shemus HaKdashim, of there was a movement from the Beis HaKnes, the Beis HaMedrash, from the Mikdash Ma'at, from what there was before creation, from the Rabbanu Shalom, and now we're moving into Beis Tov. So what do we do in Rosh Hashanah? The Chiddush of Rosh Hashanah is that we say, Shkayach, and we're not rejecting the Malchus that you created, but you are the same Melech. We're recognizing that our Malchus is what? Is within your Malchus. The Gai Vashalir, the Gai Vashalir. That's exactly what Rosh Hashanah is. This is why, by the way, it's Bashkacha Pratis, that all Yidin, from, not from disconnected, everyone goes to Shul Yom Narayim. There's a strongest kashras by Kal Yisrael to a Beis HaKnesis Beis HaMezhish when it comes to this time. Why? Because that's the whole side of this Tkufa. All the Kisveri revolve around this Nakuda is to be Mamtik the Pardinim. To imamtik the dinim of Rosh Hashanah. That's why, you know, by, the, by there's a minig that, that's brought down, obviously by, by this time of year, or whatever it is, by it comes to Rosh Hashanah, so you wish each other a good yar, right? So it's brought down by the tzaddikim that they would say a good yur. Even if they didn't have the, the, the havara like that, they would say good yur. Why? Because the word yur, yud vavresh, equals begmatria gvura. A good yur. Because the whole in Rosh Hashanah, according to the Kisferi, is that it's a tkufa gura gura oh, dinim, right? Yur. So the yud vavresh, it's a gematria, gematria gura, two hundred and sixteen, two hundred and sixteen. Multiplicity. Gura means chesed means one. Chesed means one. Chesed means what I have. I want to share with you. We're all one. Gura means I am I and you you. It's base. But Bayes turns into Gimel, turns into Dalit, it keeps on moving away. The Chiddush of Rosh Hashanah, the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah, is to be mamtik those Gevuras, and to take those Gevuras, those Dinam of Bayes still tough, and be coiled back in the Aleph. Again, not to be mevatel it. It's still, we're still the Melch. That, this is why, this is why Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is such a complicated time, you know? It's like, I'll give you an example. I mentioned, I spoke about this on Shabbos. Mamish Bekitzer, because it's already getting late. Okay, there you go, right? So, so the, 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 who's our Melech? Who, who's the Melech for Kali Yisrael that, that is a perfect mushal for the Malchus of the Rabbani Shalom? That's David Melch, yeah? David Melch Mashiach. So what's interesting is, is by Malchus based David, 
and you would find this only by Malchus Pes David, is that the Hanhag of Malchus Pes David was that son was anointed as king while his father was still alive. In Sefer Malachim we find this, right? That Shleim HaMelech was appointed as king while David Melech is still alive. This is the secret of Malchus Pes David. This is the secret of Rosh Hashanah. When we're saying Hashem Melech, we're saying that we are the Melech, but it's Bechai HaMelech. It's Bechai Ha'av. It's in the same lifetime as the Father. And it, it's Nichlal in that. It's a Malchus within a Malchus. That's the Chiddush of Rosh Hashanah. And this is all, the, it's the anti-Irani Dachas. And so what's the Avoid of Rosh Hashanah, uh, leading up to Rosh Hashanah? The Avoid is, you are a Melech. Meaning, you have Bechira, you have choices. If you go left, the whole universe goes left. If you go right, the whole universe goes right. But, but Nishbits were taught that if you believe that, and that's all you believe, in your malchus of Beis Tov, you're not going to want to get out of bed. Because if you really believe that the entire world hangs on the balance of your decisions, I'd rather not decide. <laughs> Says in Ishbitz, therefore Ishbitz is said, in order for you to embrace your malchus and to be able to do the mitzvahs and to embrace your Bechira, you have to believe, you have to know that with all your Bechira and with all your Kaiches and with all the responsibility, it's still, at the end of the day, you're still part of Hashem's malchus. And you are a melech you're being appointed as a king during the lifetime of your father, the king. Which means that you have Bechira and responsibility to do tshuva, but at the end of the day, you should know the Rabbani Shalom, when he created you, he wasn't rolling the dice and saying, you know, I hope this works out. The Rabbani Shalom knows for sure it's going to work out, and it's just a matter of how fast, how quickly, how easily. But your malchus will work out and it will last because your malchus is part of that bigger malchus. And that's the malchus of Kabbalah. That's what it means, Kabbalah Salmalchus That's what the Gemara says in, in Rosh Hashanah, that when we say this, Tempsukum Amalchus, right? So the last Pasuk we say is, Shema Yisrael Hashem Hashem Echad, because that's also Malchus. That, not only is that also Malchus, that's the Shlemus of Malchus. So the whole Shlemus of Malchus is that all of our Malchus is part of Shema Yisrael. One last Nakuda, yeah? It's okay, one last Nakuda. Okay. How do you know? How do you know? When, you're, when you've touched and, you, and you've come in contact with that olive. So let's say you're holding in life and you're in the middle of Shin, Kuf, Reish, I don't know, uh, Samach, <laughs> a lot of Reboi. How do you know that, the, that what's the simon? What's the simon of the olive? So it's like this. I'll tell you like this. It says in Pasuk by the Yerni Dachas that all the animals are killed, yeah? As Kol Shalala Tikbites, you gather in all the possessions, all the animals, and they're all destroyed. The Yushalmi has a Shaila. Vishami's Mesopic, what about the fish of Yerinidachas? What about the fish? Are the fish killed too? The pond, the face, you have the goldfish. So the Rambam seems to pass in the fish are not killed. Fish are not killed. Oh, very good, very good. So the Ragged Shavar is a vart. Listen to this, it's Pel de Gazach. Says the Ragged Shavar, it reminds you of the Maba, right? So there's such an Indian, says the Ragged Shavar, such an Indian, that despite the fact that the human beings can fall to a low place, fish are not touched. Sapis. Why are they so why did why are they disconnected from us? So said the Ragachar like this. Ragachar has been signed to a Tysis in, in Sanhedrin. Tysis in Sanhedrin says that if you take a look at Parshas Bracious, it says in Pasuk that Adam named all the Chais and all the Behemoths, all the Ifis. He didn't name the fish. Didn't name the fish. Says the Ragachar, what does it mean? What does it mean to name something? Oh, this this Ragachar, what does it mean to name something? To name something means I understand this. My identity. This, I'm giving it a gvul. Das, das is das. It's Ruvain. It's Shimon. It's Levi. Das is das. It's a Nari. It's a Ze'ev. Das is das. 
Fish were never given that name. They were never given a name by Adam. It means fish are still connected to that world of Alma Diskasia. They're still connected to that place of what? Of Aleph. They're still connected to the place of Ein Saif. And this is why you can't, you can't identify it. So in other words, what do we see from here? You see from here, it's going back, right? Very good, right? Doug, it's going back. It's going back to Aleph. Very good, very good, very good. So how do you know? So what is, so how do you, Dalad Gimel, right? Very good. So what does it mean, so, so, so what does that mean practically? It means that when you come in contact with a moment that you don't understand, that you can't identify and say, dos is dos, that means you're touching the Aleph. Because that's what a fish means. The, fa- the fish are connected to Aleph. How? Because we can't, we can't give them a name. You can't identify it. Like Rav Nachman said, you know, people are in a spell the fact that uh, things in the world don't make sense to them. Said, of course it doesn't make sense. The Rabbani Shalom is, is infinite, and he's the one that created this place. So of course it shouldn't make sense. The sight of that statement means is that the Alufish, the Aleph is still under the scenes. And how do you know that there's an Aleph there? Because nothing makes sense. So I mentioned on Shabbos, I said, you know, nowadays as we get closer to Mashiach, so Rosh Hashanah becomes like a confusing time, right? Yeah, right. So, so, so I asked the Shaila, I said, so how do they say Nisana Taikif in Uman? You know what I'm saying? What's, what's the avoid of that? It's hard, right? So the answer is no, no, no. That's the biggest moment of being Mamtek Dina. Because to say mi yamis means I have no idea what's going to be. I have no idea. And that itself means that I'm taking my malchus of Beis Tov and I'm giving it back to the Aleph. That's the biggest hamtaka is in that moment. So it's not the pshat pachet, pachet, pachet. No, no. Thus is the fact that you're, that, you're, that you're saying that I have no idea what's going to be. I don't know what was, what is, and what, I have no idea. That means that what you're saying is that my malchus is part of the Aleph. That's exactly what it is. And that's the site of Rosh Hashanah. So the whole Avayda of Rosh Hashanah leading up to, and the Avayda of El is what? Embrace your Malchus. Everyone knows, because everyone knows, you don't need, let me put it this way, you don't need me to tell you what your Indian is that you have to work on. Everyone knows that. But what, I, but what I'm here to tell you is, is that you're not alone in that Avayda. Because the Malchus that you're trying to repair, the Malchus that you're trying to, to run properly, you're part of Hashem's Malchus. Hashem is the Melech, that you're a part of as well. So you're not doing that alone. And the Rebbe Hashem is guaranteeing that you're going to be matzliach. At some point, there'll be matzliach. And so you should have the confidence to do it. It comes to embrace that avayda. And that, that's the Ikra avayda of Rosh Hashanah. The Rebbe Hashem makes us the melech, and we say, maskim, but our malchus is part of your malchus as well. And that's why, by this time of year, the whole tekufa of Yom Naraim and so on, it's a tzibur dikat tekufa. It's an ear you stroll like a kufa. Pesach, you know, for example, other Yom Tov is not like that. It's your own family. It happens to be, yeah, you go to Minyan. But the whole thing of Rosh Hashanah, it, it, it's, a, it's a tziburi deke inyan. Because, that, that, because that's the soy, that's a kibbutz, right? That's the soy of Rosh Hashanah. The soy of this kufa is that the, 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 the ear, the, the, the reboy, the period of Beis Tov is there, but it's nichl on the Aleph. It's seen as part of that malchus of Aleph. It's kabbalz of malchus shemayim. Should we like to, uh, to get back to Eretz Yisrael, to have an ear Yisrael, the way it's supposed to be? So, Shem.